Talk MTCS Sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. It's time for the Cougar Corner. And joining us today is MTCS assistant Ed Watson. Coach, thanks for joining this morning. Hey, thanks for having us on. Uh, uh, glad to be here and glad to talk about the Cougars. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, this is, uh, you went to play the Kings Academy and um, uh, a long road trip. And uh, I think you had another one to Chattanooga this year, didn't you? Yes, sir, we did. Um, okay, uh, you, you play them basically six o'clock your time. Uh, how do you handle that day? And, you know, what, what's your travel itinerary leave? What is your travel itinerary as far as when you leave? Well, I tell you, you know, one of the things that I actually did uh, back before the season even started, uh, I sat down with uh, uh, Coach Robertson and we put together an itinerary for every trip that we were going to be making uh, this year because you do have those long trips and you're, you're changing time zones and you got to get kids fed and different things. So like yesterday, uh, you know, well, when we went to Howard, we, we got the kids out. We leave around 1.30. Uh, yesterday we left at 12.30. Uh, you know, you always build in a little bit of time, uh, you know, for the things that you just can't control, like two two wrecks within a mile of each other at mile marker 353 on our way up here that backs us up about 45 minutes. So that ate up all of our 30 minute time. And um, one of the things we talked about pregame meal, we, uh, Suzanne Harris, one of our team moms, she, she kind of handles all that. She, uh, she called Cracker Barrel on both of our trips. We ended up uh, calling Cracker Barrel, telling them exactly what we wanted on every plate for every player. It wasn't just go in and order what you want. You get your chicken, green beans, and mashed potatoes and a glass of water, and they had it sitting for us. Now, honestly, both times – Cracker Barrel's been great about it. Both times we've, we've been in and out feeding almost 60 people in less than 35 minutes. So get our get our pregame meal in, uh, try to get to the field, get the guys off the bus, you know, get them loose and, and then be ready for kickoff. And thankfully, both times it's worked out well for us. Well, it was um, a 54-35 game last night, kind of a crazy one. A great start for you. And I know when you go on the road, you you, uh, you, you don't want to get yourself in a hole. You got them in a hole, up 22-7. to seven. You know going in, all you got to do is look at uh, the, number, the number of points they've scored this year. Obviously a very explosive uh, offense. They were able to come back and take the lead and then hold you off and – at the end, but just talk about the way that game started and which had to be a, a delight for you guys. Oh, absolutely. You know, so we come out, we uh, uh, we get the ball first, they kick off to us. We move the ball down the field, um, you know, had a, had a big pass to uh, Hunter Harris, I believe it was, on that first drive. Uh, and as we, you know, come down, we get a pass. Uh, Jonathan Burns makes a great catch in the end zone. He had a couple of guys on him, uh, makes a catch in the end zone. We go up seven nothing. Um, we come out. We're we're playing pretty good defense. Um, they they complete a pass. Harrison Gant, who got his first start at corner uh, back for us last night, goes over, and makes a tackle. When he makes a tackle, ball just happens to pop out. 
uh, and Hayes Watson uh, coming down from the defensive line sees it comes out, jumps on it. We get it. We get a turnover on their first possession, and then uh, come right down, uh, punch it in. Trey Harris, uh, I believe it was no, it was Eli Wilson. Actually, it was the very next play. Uh, Eli Wilson goes forty-five yards right up the gut for a touchdown. Um, then they get a penalty on when we were trying to kick an extra point, cuts it down a yard and a half. So we run it in for the two-point conversion. We're up fifteen nothing, feeling you know pretty good about things, but we know that Kings is, is, is good. You know, I, I talked to their coach before the game. He told me, he goes, I, they had, he said, I said, how many you got on your roster? He said, 28. He goes, but well, one of those guys is nothing but kicker. That's all he does. He said, so playing with 27 guys, but you know, their 27 cats are some good dudes. And so we knew we were going to, you know, we, we were going to have to, you know, keep get keep going, keep battling. And, um, they come back and, and scored on us and made it, uh, you know, I think it's 15-6. We come back down, um, punch another one in. Trey Harris gets one, runs for a one-yard run. It's 22-6. You know, we're up those two scores. We get a stop on them, and you're thinking, all right, if we can get if we can punch one in here, this is pretty big. We end up having a turnover, give them the ball back, and they go down and score um, right right as the first half, right first quarter is ending. Um, you know, to make it 22 to 12. And, you know, it's really one of those things where as a coaching staff, you kind of know it's going to be one of those nights where you really need to score just about every possession because, you know, stopping them is going to be going to be difficult. And, you know, a lot of times stopping us is going to be difficult. And so, you know, it's if you can get a couple of stops in a row and get that, get a, get a couple of score lead, you feel, hey, we might have something going here. But, you know, you can kind of feel it sometimes just – a little bit slipping away and they come back out in the in the second and scored again and cut it to 22 19. um you know we we had trouble establishing the run in the first half last night uh against them they, they, you know they've got a kid on their team uh last name's gooch that's you know he's committed to tennessee's you know he's six eight three hundred and something pounds and uh you know it's a little hard to move him on the line and, and then they've got other guys I and mean, they got um seniors across the board, you know, that are uh, playing that quarterback and wide receivers and, uh, you know, some really good players. But we honestly, we we had trouble stopping their run last night, uh, you know, because they, they got a really good line. And uh, they ended up you know, taking a little taking the lead at halftime. We punched one in right at the end of right, right before half to cut it to 3328, uh, hoping to give us a chance there, you know, coming out. But we came out in the second half. They get the ball first and, and go down and punch one in, and, and kind of they got it up to about a two or three score lead. And uh, we just we just struggled, you know, getting things going offensively. And um, we would we'd get some drives going, but we just couldn't finish some of them. You know, a penalty here or there. You know, we there was a we had a we were down inside the twenty, throw a pass into the end zone. You know, of course, on our side we think it's a bad call. Their side they think it's a good call. You know, on a pass interference in the in the end zone, we thought we were going to be you know, inside the five first down, but ended up we were, you know, it was like first and 25 from the 35 back there, you know. And so, you know, puts us behind the chains, puts us at a point where, you know, you you don't get a completion on that first down. You don't cut it down. Now you take your run game out of it. Uh, we end up, you know, either – I think we either turned the ball over there or punted back to them on that possession. So, it was just – it was one of those nights where, you know, you, you some things don't go your way and – when you're playing a team that's good as Kings, you need to have some breaks go your way uh, in some certain areas, and and we just couldn't get those breaks to go our way. And you know, when you get in a game like that, um, where you're down a couple scores, 
it does put a lot of pressure on your offense. And, of course, you got guys that not only play offense, they play defense, so they go back to offense. And they got to be, be like, man, we got to score. We, we got, we've got to keep pace with these guys. And that adds, that adds a lot of pressure on an offense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I mean – you know, a, a negative play here or there, you know, a drop pass or, you know, a rush that you don't get very many yards or, you know, that penalty on first down or second down that just backs you up. That's one of those things that, you know, it it it, it can kill a drive for you. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that, um, you know, we talk about with the guys, you know, hey, you know, I've always told, the, you know, kids, you know, you, you got to make plays. We need somebody to make a play, you know, step up and do something, you know, force that fumble, you know, or make that big tackle. Um, you know, and we got kids that, you know, of course, our kids are, you know, giving it everything they've got out there. And you're right. We have a lot that do go both ways. Um, I kind of take care of the special teams with returns and kickoffs, you know, and and that's where a lot of those, you know, they're coming over to me going, can I just get one play off? And I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm like, hey, yeah, you, you know, last night I told a couple of them, I said, hey, I tell you what, you you go this time, I'm going to give you this whole week off. You know, we you, you don't have to <laughs> even come to practice this week. Just, you know, stay out here and play with us. And so, you know, but it's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you're at a small school, you got 35, 40 kids on a roster. Um, you know, we've got 11 seniors, and I think we've got nine, eight or nine uh, juniors on teams. So, you know, over half of them are upperclassmen, and those are the guys that you lean on a lot of times going – hey, we need you to go both ways. We need you to, you know, play just about every snap when you're out there on the field. Um, I know um, you lost um, Drew Lusk a couple weeks ago uh, with an injury. I know you hated it for him being a senior. And um, I know you you, you use different running backs, but uh, a lot of times uh, you'll spell one of those guys that run, you know, that – or in the backfield on defense. So it, it affects your depth when you lose a player like that that can go both ways because somebody yeah, you know, somebody else is playing, you know, a, little, a lot more minutes than they typically would be. Right, right. Yeah, you know, I hated that for Drew. You know, I, I tell people all the time one of the one of the great things about being involved with Middle Tennessee Christian is, you know, as a parent you're able to get involved early on and, uh, you know, we just started our football program, you know, 15 years ago, 2005, I think was the first year we had a varsity program. Well, in 2008, we started the elementary program. And I I was asked to, to help out with the flag team because I had a son and a nephew that were in pre-K four that were going to be on that team. Well, on that team, I had, you know, now I'm, I've got four guys that are playing in on the varsity team. But one of them, another one that I had on there was was Drew. So, you know, I've actually when you're when you're there as a parent, you actually get to see these kids grow up. And so I I coached Drew when we were just running around in t-shirts playing flag football as a five year old, and just being able to see him grow up all these and grow up through MTCS. He left for a couple of years and and had a, you know some experiences of playing for Oakland Middle and high school, but came back and played for us. And you know, it really hurt me to see him go down. He tore his ACL out for a year. You know, he he uh, he actually tore it, I believe, on one play and tried to go back in, uh, but when he planted, just couldn't couldn't move. And uh, you know, we were praying, hoping that it was nothing major, but ended up being an ACL. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, they, you know, we lose our starting running back, but not only starting running back, you lose your starting uh, linebacker uh, there. And so, uh, you know, in our depth chart, you know, we had Trey Harris, uh, you know, was number two. You know, another big back and. 
Trey's a, Trey's a senior, but you know he's had some injury issues. And then yesterday he wasn't feeling well. He was uh, he was under the weather, but out there giving it all he had. Um, and then a couple of weeks ago we we threw Eli Wilson in there, a freshman. Uh, you know that I. I coached in middle school, and, you know, if you've – again, I've, I've watched Eli grow up there. You know, you just – he's one of those kids in elementary and middle school. You just give him the ball and he goes. Uh, you know, but it's a little different when you're playing against 18-year-olds out there uh, that are pretty fast. And so, you know, like I said, last night Eli gets – you know, he had one carry for 45 yards right off the bat. I think he ended up with close to 60 yards on the night. Um, you know, but, I mean, yeah, you get, you get into that depth chart. You know, we – at one point we – put Hayes Watson back there and uh, <laughs> the way the situation worked out our starting quarterback has to go out for a play because he was down with a hurt ankle we put in a freshman quarterback on a third and uh, 15 play you're nervous about th- putting the ball up in the air well they ended up false they ended up off sides now it's third and 10 you're still nervous about a freshman throwing a pass in a big time game like that his first game on a third down well we handed it to Hayes for his first carry of the game he ends up with 20 yards we get a first down and now we're like, hey, well, let's see what happens if we give it to him a few more times. He ended up, I think the stats were somewhere around eight carries, almost 80 yards. You know, so he's he's ended up at 10 yards a carry. And you look at the way things are kind of shaking out for us the rest of the season, you know, that depth chart's always moving. Looks like, you know, you got Hayes, Eli, and Trey now, you know, that are going to start sharing carries for the last three games of the regular season. Uh, but, yeah, you know, the, that's one of the things that we always talk about is, it's just that depth, you know, that depth chart. Because, you know, when I was telling you earlier, we have 35, 40 kids on the team. About 16 or 17 of those are freshmen. And so when you start losing some of these guys that are seniors and juniors, you start looking at those freshmen getting in. It's great because they're getting that experience. But, you know, sometimes they walk in and they got those eyeballs big as saucers, you know, that, you know, they're a little nervous out there with those, with the big boys for the first time. And, you know, you talk about King's Academy. I think I, mentioned this with BJ, you know, a few years ago, um, just to tell you how things can change in your league, and, you know, they, they just weren't very good at all. They did good just to field a team, and now you look at their scores every Friday night, and they're, I mean, they're in the 40s and 50s almost every week. Uh, they've obviously developed their program into one of the best in, in your league. Well, hey, you know, I was talking to their coach last night. He's He's only about 25 years old. Um, and uh, I think when we went up there and played them two years ago, you know, they they had a passing attack that everybody was talking about. And uh, I remember being up there. I was, you know, I, I was just a parent going up there to watch my kid play. And there was a guy talking that, you know, just tell, talking about their quarterback and how they were throwing it all over the place. And, and well, I, I don't think that they had really played much competition at that point. And we played them and we whipped them pretty good. And I think quite honestly, after that game, they fired the coach and brought in this kid. And, you know, he was 23 years old at the time. They brought him in because he had coached the middle school there a few years before. And, um, you know, so they've gotten some players there. Like I said, you know, the the Gooch kid he is a legitimate D1 uh, prospect. I mean, he's going to Tennessee, had committed to Auburn, flipped to Tennessee. They've got athletes at the wide receiver position that, uh, you know, in our league, those, those dudes are, you know, they're up there as, as, as probably the best athletes in, in the uh, D1, our, our level. Uh, and so, you know, you get some of those guys, and then they've got solid play at quarterback and, and you know, good running back. So, I mean, they're they're multi-faceted uh, offense. It's not just that they throw the ball. They're, last night, um, last night they, they ran the ball on us, and that was what was 
uh, you know, we were trying to solve the most was try to stop them from running down down our throat. But you know, they have a they have a good line. They're they're very well coached. You uh, you you try to take away the run, then all of a sudden it flips. They throw it to one of those athletes out on the edge, and um, all of a sudden they've got you know 20, 25 yard uh, run up the sideline. All right, Coach. Again, we're joined by Ed Watson, assistant coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School here on Cougar Corner. Um, Ed, um, how are you going to handle? How are you guys going to handle fall break? Everybody, stay away from the field house and away from the football field. Just take a break. You know, it comes at a good good time of year. It's a time where you know players can heal up, coaches can get a break from watching film and just kind of chill out. You know, I don't know what. I don't know what Coach Harris is going to do with his free 50 hours this week not having to watch film, but I bet he's probably going to get a Wi-Fi connection down on the beach somewhere and start, you know, putting together his plan for <laughs> grace out of out of Franklin. Uh, you know, but we've got – I know that there's going to – it seems like 30A kind of turns into MTCS South this time of year, and so I know there's a bunch headed down there. I'm up here in, the, in Gatlinburg with a couple of families that – on our team and so uh we're just hanging out up here for a couple of days you know i'm getting to do this on the on the deck right now i wish this was tv i could show you my view but uh you know the fans out there can't see it but it's it's gorgeous up here uh so we're just taking some time off taking a break letting everybody just heal up because coach bj told him last night these next three games are really important probably the you know they're gonna be the most important three games of our season because if we can go through these three games undefeated we secure a home playoff game. And um, in Grace, uh, they kind of had a wild one with Friendship last night. They're another team that has scored a lot of points. They've given up some points, uh, but probably facing an, obviously facing another good offense. Yeah, they're uh, you know they're a team that that kind they do what we do. They kind of spread it out. You know, uh, um, their head coach is is you know Rusty Smith, who played for the Titans. Um, you know, and so they they like to spread out. We of course we've seen them while scouting several times, and it's really one of those things where you're scouting the team you got to play, but you're looking at them going, "Wow, we we got this coming down the road." Now, thankfully, it's a home game; it's coming to our place. Um, you know, we feel that we match up pretty well with them. Um, you know, and but you see these scores, you know, just like last night for us, probably last night for Friendship. If you can get two or three stops in a row defensively. And offensively, you just keep the pedal to the metal and, and keep putting points on the board. That that's where that's what it comes down to. You know, it, sometimes it's it's going to be a tackle here or there that uh, you know a missed tackle here or there that's going to make or break that one of those games. Um, now, has the COVID changed anything as far as your playoffs? I think do, do the top six still go? Yes, I, I, ours is still the same for for D two. Okay, so um, you know you're still in good position playoff wise, uh, but as you said, uh, opportunity to host is huge. You know because of you know obviously the talented talented teams you're going to be playing on the other side. Right. You know. I mean, that's what you know. I was when I was talking to uh, King's coach last night. You know, he was talking talking about how. For him, he was needing to he's needing to win a few games because otherwise he was going to end up going on the road having to travel from Knoxville to Jackson to play a game. You know, that's running all the way across the state. 
you know, for us, it's not that wouldn't be that bad, you know, since we're centrally located. But it's it's a lot easier when all you got to do is just prepare for the for a home game, uh, you know, and and everybody's able to sleep in their beds, get their full day of school. You know, we have our team meal. You know, everything's normal at home. We're not having to worry about what time we need to get out of school to get a bus, to drive here, or drive there. Um, but a big big playoff game at home is is that's what you want. You know, that way your all your fans are able to get there. You know, as many many as they can with the COVID stuff. We can get in the in the stadium, and then you know your your uh, student section's able to be there. Just a different atmosphere when you're playing at home. Well, you're two and two in the region. That's the most important thing. I know you'd like to be better than two and five overall, but you scheduled up, and I think that schedule is really going to help you as you guys go down the home stretch because uh, you've been in every game you've played. It's like yeah. it's not like anybody's overwhelmed you by any yeah. stretch. So I, I think that schedule's got a a great chance to pay off for you. Do you guys see it that same way? Oh yeah. Well, hey, now let me let me correct you on one thing. That DCA game was a no contest, so that's actually just yeah. I wouldn't. Even, the- <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just doing one. But yeah, you know, you, you look at it, and it's one of those things where, as a as a team, coaches and players, we're 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 learning ourselves as we go throughout the season because the fir- the we the first three games that we lost, we lost by a combined total of sixteen points. In two of those games, we had fourteen point leads and lose lose the. Uh, leads. Um, we also had um, the ball in the last two minutes driving down for a chance to win the game or, or at least tie the game in those. Uh, you know, the, the White House game and the uh, Howard game last year, those were 40-point differences. This year it was a three-point difference and a seven-point difference. You know, it's we're, we're right there in it, you know, and, and uh, Cornersville, you know, that was, that was a six-point loss, and we're right there in that game also. Um, now, last night, you know, we ended up losing, I think it was like 19, I believe it was, but, you know, yeah, you play these tougher teams, and you know, as sometimes as coaches, you're worried about you know your injuries and you know just getting through the games and and things like that. You know, but uh, you know some coaches want to schedule easy games. Give me give me those three wins out of conference. We'll get to play a lot of kids and we can get some rest. Well, that wasn't the case for us this year. Those were games that we didn't get any kids any extra reps. Those were games we had to play you know, our, our ones all the way through and try to get through those. Uh, but, yes, it, it has helped us uh, make us tougher. I, you know, that that um, White House game, that game prepared us for that friendship game that next that next week when we went into it. You know, but like I said, you know, you, you have 14-point leads in, in three out of our four losses, you know, and it's uh, you look at it and you're going, you know, you're right there. We just got to figure out how to finish the game. All righty, Coach. We appreciate you join appreciate you joining us as always, and uh, enjoy the mountains this week and uh, and a good week off. Hey, I appreciate it. It's, it's like I said, it's beautiful up here. We're we're way up high. It's one of those when you're driving up here. Some turns you just look around, and all of a sudden you see your own tail lights coming up here. It's a little nervous <laughs> getting up here about one thirty. We got up here. We didn't get up here at about one thirty last night, and uh, but it, it's beautiful up here. I want all our Cougar fans to have a safe trip down to the beach or wherever they're going, and uh, we'll see everybody back at uh, Thronberry Stadium next Friday uh, when we take on Grace out of, uh, out of Franklin. All right, Coach. Have a good weekend. Hey, you too. Appreciate everything you guys do for us. That's Ed Watson. Join us today on the Cougar Corner. Uh, we'll take a break and be right back. 
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other, and most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at wgnsports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Back to wrap things up here on our Cougar Corner program for today. And getting ready for the uh, fall break week and enjoying that as we uh, roll along here. Uh, No coaches shows next Saturday morning. We will be back uh, coming up on the 17th, so enjoy that time away. But we've got plenty to talk about this morning on your Cougar Corner scoreboard. Let's first of all take a look at volleyball. Volleyball from Monday, MTCS uh, took down the CPA Lady Lions in a 3-0 sweep to start the district tournament uh, that guaranteed the Cougars a spot in the region tournament for the ninth consecutive season. And uh, the all-tournament team was announced, uh, or the all-district team was announced as well. I'll tell you about that in a second. Ellie Shirley in that uh, CPA match. Had uh, 18 kills, three, uh, 18 assists rather, three kills and two digs, 10 assists from Haley Hudson and 10 digs. Sarah Wisnowski with four kills and five blocks, which ties a school record, by the way. Macy Smith, six kills, 12 digs, an ace and an assist. Maddie Boyd with nine kills, nine digs and two aces. Sloan Cantrell with 24 digs. Lily Watson with five kills, two blocks, and Reagan Atkinson with six kills and three digs. That set up a big match with uh, CPA, uh, rather with uh, FRA. Got my initials all wrong there. And uh, while the Lady Cougars jumped out of the gates to take the first set, they fall in the last three consecutive to the uh, talented FRA squad. The Cougars had Maddie Boyd with 17 kills, uh, 32 digs, a block, and an assist. Macy Smith with six kills, 15 digs, two aces, and an assist. It was Sloan Cantrell with 27 digs and two aces. Ellie Shirley, 14 assists, five kills, three digs, and an ace. Haley Hudson with 18 assists and 11 digs. And Lily Watson with seven kills, two blocks, and two digs. 
So that um, with that loss, the Lady Cougars uh, went to the consolation game of the district tournament on Thursday and took on Grace Christian and a 3-1 win there and got their 30th win of the year and uh, finished off their second win against Grace Christian four-set contest and uh, gave them third place. And um, they're traveling now to uh, Nashville Christian to open up the region tournament coming up on Monday. Uh, More about that on our schedule in just a second. By the way, this is just the uh, third team in school history to reach reach the 30-win mark at 30-5, and the Lady Cougars. So congrats on that. Ellie Shirley in the uh, Grace Christian Academy contest had 25 assists, 4 kills, 4 aces, and 3 digs. Maddie Boyd with 13 kills, 18 digs, 3 aces, a block, and an assist. Sloan Cantrell with 23 digs, 2 aces, and 2 assists. Macy Smith, 6 kills, 22 digs, 3 aces, and an assist. Reagan Atkinson, 12 kills, 3 blocks, 2 digs. Lily Watson with 10 kills, a block, and a dig. 15 assists and 9 digs for Haley Hudson. Reagan Parker with 17 digs and an ace. And Sarah Wisnowski with 3 kills, 2 blocks, and 2 digs. So that uh, sets up again on Monday. Region tournament play opens up for the Lady Cougars at Nashville Christian. Did want to make sure I mentioned the uh, all-district team members for their uh, outstanding performances during the regular season. Maddie, uh, Madison Boyd uh, was a first-teamer, and Macy Smith a second-teamer on the uh, all-district team, so congrats to the two of them. Let's take a look at uh, some golf news here in the District 2A, uh, or Division 2A, District 3 tournament on Monday at Riverbend Country Club. It was the Lady Cougars' Morgan Winfrey, who shot a 98 and advanced to the region as an individual. And uh, also James Carr, for the guys, advanced to the region after shooting a 78. That region play starts on uh, Monday at Riverbend, uh, the same place where the uh, district tournament was held. And some soccer news from the week. Zion Christian defeated MTCS 6-3. Zion Christian um, getting the the victory in that one. Cameron Gilliland ended the game with seven saves, and Kelsey Vender scored a goal and had an assist. And Karis Demas and Shelby Scott also scored a goal apiece. Diana Riggs added an assist and received the game ball for her play on Tuesday uh, in that one. So that's a look at uh, some uh, soccer news from the week as well. So what is ahead here this week? Uh, Varsity Soccer playing Battleground Academy at MTCS at 4 o'clock on Monday. Volleyball, the region tournament uh, begins as well this week. So you've got the uh, region tournament coming up at Nashville Christian. Uh, Let's see. Varsity Soccer, the uh, region tournament will get underway as well this week. Also cross country on Friday will be in Normandy at the Eagle's Nest at Arrowhead Ranch. And um, no no football this week. The region tournament uh, in uh, soccer will continue on Saturday as well. So some tournament play this week for the Cougars. That's a look at your Cougar Corner scoreboard and schedule. Of course, the schedule always online at mtcsports.com. 
lots of info for you there. Well, here's uh, some programming notes here on WGNS this afternoon. The Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders take on Western Kentucky. 2.30 airtime on WGNS and uh, Floyd Stadium, the host site of this one, this uh, 100 miles of hate battle between rival Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee. Chip Walters and West Counts will have the play-by-play for you uh, as well beginning at 4 o'clock. So uh, 2.30 airtime and 4 o'clock for the kickoff right here on your flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, News Radio WGNS. This week being fall break, uh, we won't have State Farm Prep football this Friday or the coaches shows next Saturday morning. We will return the week after, and on the 16th, we've got the Battle of the Borough as Riverdale hosts the Oakland Patriots. That's on Friday the 16th, and then uh, our coaches shows get uh, back on the air on the 17th, uh, two weeks from today. Well, friends, that's going to do it this morning. I want to thank my broadcast partners, John Dinkins and Monty Hill Jr. this morning for their efforts and hard work here, uh, bringing the show to you and to all the coaches. Um, we appreciate you being with us here. Of course, Ed Watson joining us on Cougar Corner. Our producer, Dalton Barrett, another great job here this morning. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Enjoy this fall break time. And we'll be back with more coverage here on News Radio WGNS as we continue. I'm Brian Barrett. Have a wonderful Saturday and weekend, and we'll see you soon.